Hello, bonjour everyone. Uh, welcome to episode 60. Um, so this episode today is going to be around boredom kind of lockdown edition. I've had so many requests for an episode based around how to kind of deal with a lockdown, but I thought that the advice that I give you on this will of course be targeted to anyone who is in lockdown, but also for anyone who's bored or who in general feels that they kind of have plateaued or they're stagnating in their life and they're just kind of feeling like it's Groundhog Day every day. So you don't necessarily have to be in a lo- lockdown kind of just highlights that to a crazy degree, but you don't have to be in a lockdown for this episode to be of value to you. So definitely if you feel that you you kind of find yourself in a slump every once in a while, then the tips that I give you on this episode should hopefully help you. This is also going to target kind of the two facets of lockdown, the feeling bored and kind of flat, and also those people that are more susceptible to getting quite down um, during a time like lockdown where, you know, it's kind of starting to affect their mental health. So everything that I give you is going to, at the very least, assist you. It might not make it 100% better. And at the end of the day, if you are somebody that is legitimately struggling with mental health problems, that has to be taken to the next level of seeing a, a, a professional, of a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Um, but it will always help doing the things that I'm offering you here because that's all, all going to be based around kind of like holistic healing and all of that. So I hope that you'll find that quite um, interesting and you can take something away from that. Separate to that, let's go into my week that has been just a quick wrap up. I finished uni. I'm not even going to bore you with the details, but I fucking had my final exam last Thursday. That was amazing. And then it was just topped off with the fucking lockdown being announced the day after. And I was so excited because I've been like slogging this degree out for the last two and a half years. And then Tyrone and I had booked New Zealand for um, next week on Wednesday. We were so excited. We were going to leave on the 30th of June and we had like accommodation booked. We are going to do like the slopes. We are going to Queenstown. Um, We had our flights. Everything was ready to go. And then of course now we've had to cancel absolutely everything. We haven't even postponed it. We've just like canned the whole thing. And then whenever things kind of revert back to being semi-normal, we'll then look at rebooking that. I absolutely am dying to go to New Zealand and it will definitely happen. But for me, and as I'll explain later on in this episode, I just don't see the point in causing myself unnecessary stress. So whenever there's a a time to kind of eliminate potential stresses, I just eliminate them. That's what I do. I don't ponder. I don't, you know, second guess. I don't whatever. So I didn't want to think, let's find another date. Let's do that. Let's do that. We just both decided let's just fucking cancel the whole thing. And then we'll like um, revisit it when appropriate. And that's, that's all you can do really. There's nothing else that can be done. Um, so what else have I been doing instead of getting all jade up for New Zealand? I have been just jade up for the Formula One this weekend. I'm a huge fan. If anyone follows me on Instagram, you know that I am obsessed with the Formula One. My team is Red Bull. I used to work for Red Bull. Fucking love them so much. And my favorite driver is Max Verstappen. He's Dutch drives to Red Bull and he's been doing pretty well because Mercedes has like dominated the last seven years and now like my team's doing like quite well. We're early on in the season, but they are doing very well. So I'm thrilled about that. So this weekend um, has been at least, it's definitely, I'm in high spirits thanks to the Formula One. So cheers, Formula One. Give me some free tickets so I can go and watch every race around the world Um, when we're allowed to travel, of course. And then what else? That's literally it. So I've kind of now gotten into the this zone of like, right, now that we're in lockdown, it was going to be a week and then the next day they announced 
psych lol you're in lockdown for two weeks so now I'm kind of in this headspace of you know I'm not going away I'm not also I'm not able to visit the people that I want to be visiting or doing any of that which is kind of like it's so funny that now it's like I haven't been doing as much social stuff because I've been studying and like in the depths of my like textbooks and writing essays and whatever. And I was always thinking I'm like getting all G'd up being like the moment uni finishes, I'm going to go see everyone. I'm going to socialize so much. Anyway, so now it's kind of been like, no, you're not, Alexis. It's not going to happen. So I thought I'd use this opportunity instead to still like take it easy. I definitely need to like a bit of downtime for my head. But at the same time, to kind of regroup and like re, I don't want to say rebrand because I'm definitely not rebranding anything. But you know when you kind of want to like level up in your life and like, okay, now that that's done, I'm going to start a brand new chapter in my life where like I've finished that degree. I've got that, you know, accreditation, qualification. And now I'm going to kind of look at my podcast and everything I'm doing from like a more business perspective and see how I can advance it and take it to the next stage. So this week I've decided that I'm going to turn it into like a personal, like a life strategy week. And I'm going to be like putting all these ideas into place and start actioning some serious ideas and very, very excited about that. So I thought, okay, New Zealand's not going to happen, but let's make it equally as exciting and let's start to like plan some sick shit. Okay. Uh, As far as brain facts, I'm going to see if I can slot one in at the end of this episode. I, to be dead honest with you, I did not um, specifically have anything in mind for that. But what I am going to be doing is in the next maybe episode or two is do like a, a brain fact entire episode of just like interesting stuff about the brain um, and things that you can do to increase your brain health and all of that. So I thought that would be a cool podcast episode to do in the near future, as well as all the other fucking episodes that I always talk about that I'm going to do sleep one there's going to be one on addiction so I've got a few in the pipeline that are kind of sitting there ready to be planned and recorded okay so let's get into the episode of today which is tackling you know how to handle lockdown how to deal with a a time like this and what I wanted to do first of all is speak about when it really gets you down and when it gets like when it plays on your emotions. And like I said again, well, like I said before, remember that this can be applied not just to a lockdown. Remember, if you're someone that feels that you're stagnant in life or you feel really bored or quite isolated or lonely, you can apply all these things to that as well, okay? I'm just putting a a lockdown spin on it, like a lockdown uh, twist, if you like like a twist of lemon. Now, firstly, what I want to do is sum up all the reasons why you might be suffering so much in a lockdown, okay? So these are kind of the main ones and I've gotten these main ones from doing a bit of research online but also based on my own database and I'm so, 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 so lucky that I'm now able to kind of build a kind of pseudo kind of database based on you guys, my listeners and what you request from me, what you ask from me, what you speak about either in the DMs or on the Facebook group and I can gather quite a bit of information from you guys. So this is literally, um, yeah, very, very specific data because it's coming from you the listener okay so these are the main reasons why lockdown is has been so detrimental to, to people's mental health number one is well this is not in order of of importance it's just all put together one negative thought spirals which i'm going to be tackling in a bit two being isolated like isolation is one of the biggest tortures like look at like the worst thing you can do to someone is isolate them that's that's 
you know, even prisoners say that's worse than physical torture. Like just being put in isolation with no connection to someone else can be extremely, extremely bad for your mental health. Number three, that feeling of cabin fever where you just feel kind of like stagnant and you're nor here nor there. You don't really know what, like, what, what to do to make yourself feel calm or feel content. You just feel discomfort all the time. Um, number four, this feeling of stagnation where you're not growing and you're not evolving. You're kind of just at a standstill in life. Number five, your physical state, your low physical activity. Number six, fear and anxiety. And number seven is this FOMO, fear of missing out, okay? So those I say I think would sum up the main reasons why, why someone would feel quite low um, during a lockdown. Oh, and of course, sorry, there's, there's number eight as well. Conflict with people that you live with. So you might feel that um, the conflict has been heightened now that you're stuck with somebody in your home that you can't really, you don't have time away, you don't have time at work, you don't have time with your friends, you don't have that. So you kind of feel like you're in a pressure cooker with the people in your home. Now, the first thing that I want to talk about in all of this is when you cannot control something, you have to learn to let go of it a little bit, to detach yourself from it a little bit. And this is one of those prime, prime, prime examples. It's all well and good to complain about what's going on. It's all well and good to voice how you feel about what's going on. 100% do that. And you should be informing yourself and keeping yourself updated with what's going on. All of the things you should be doing. Yes, whatever. However, the problem is that a lot of people, especially people that have a lot of anxiety around this and who are very kind of fear-based and get very stressed around these topics, is they then spiral and start thinking more and more about how bad it is. The moment they speak to someone else, how bad is this lockdown? Oh my God, how bad is it? Oh my God, how bad is it? The mo- you know, And that's all well and good because of course you're going to talk to your friends and family about it. Of course you're going to be speaking about it. That's okay. But the problem is when it becomes the only topic of conversation in your life. That is a recipe for you to be expanding on how you are feeling right now. So if you're feeling stressed and all you do is talk about the lockdown and how shit it is and the next time you see someone that you spoke to them about it yesterday, you then talk to them about it again today when there's really nothing else to talk about. If you keep talking about it again and again and again and again, you're just going to expand on what you're already feeling, okay? I've said it a million times. The brain likes like thoughts. So if you are spiraling, thinking about what's going on, you know, how bad is this? Oh my God, can you believe this? Oh my God, can you believe that? Like it gets to a point where you've got to learn how, where's the limit? Enough is enough. Okay. So this is my advice to you. If you are somebody that gets stressed or anxious when it comes to when it comes to this COVID lockdown situation, you need to limit the amount of time spent watching the news and talking about it. Like I said before, yes, inform yourself. Obviously, it is important to inform yourself. You need to know about what's, you know, the updates and what's going on, whatever. That You know, do that, obviously. You need to know the shit so you can be aware of when the lockdown is lifted, of what the restrictions are. Of course you do, okay? But the problem is that a lot of people start to obsess, you know. Fear, this fear-based mentality, fear is contagious as fuck, okay? And it is your responsibility to kind of 
Be the gatekeeper of how of where you draw the line because fear is extremely contagious and then you, without meaning to, then start spreading that fear as well. Do you know how much they repeat themselves on the news? When you watch the news, you'll notice that it goes in cycles and they start repeating themselves, repeating themselves, repeating themselves. If you're going to watch the news in the morning, by all means, go watch the news, but you just watch it and then the moment they repeat something, you, you switch it off, okay? And I would recommend that you only watch the news twice a day, max. I personally don't watch the news. I'm not a fan of the news. If you like the news, great. I don't have anything against the news. I get my news off um, certain accounts online, like the Daily Oz with an Instagram account. Basically, what that particular account does that I really like, or news.com is, they will grab... Um, the main stories and they'll summarize it quite quickly. And then what I like about that is I'll go on that page once or twice a day. I mean, the thing is it comes up on my Instagram feed, but I'll go on that page maybe once, maybe twice a day just to get the main updates. And this is on global things as well. So like you get some interesting like global news as well. And if you find it interesting, you can then click into it. But what I personally don't like for my own sanity and mental health and this is a very personal opinion that I'm sharing with you guys, but I don't like watching the news where they're telling me about every individual person who got COVID, who did this, who did that, and then one person potentially spread it to all these people. And then well, I don't need to know all that information. That, the, the detail of that information or how, you know, these stories of all these accidents that happen and this and that, it's like what I personally do is I will update myself on the major stories and I get the information that I need to get that's going to affect my life or the people around me and their life and that's it. And I draw the line and I switch off, okay? And then, of course, I, I do inform myself on global topics that impact, you know, countries and governments and things like that, politics and whatever, okay? That's what I'll educate myself on, those topics. But to sit in front of a screen and hear this barrage of this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened... I get mild anxiety. So for someone that's got anxiety, I can't imagine what that would do to them. I fucking, I feel for you, Queen, because that just does my head in. So if you're somebody that gets anxiety and is super anxious or not feeling very good during this time, I would highly recommend that you limit your time listening to this stuff, especially when it's being repeated to you again and again, because you've got to understand that at the end of the day, the, you've got to use the news to your advantage, okay? You've got to use it to educate yourself and then tap out because the news, a lot of the time, not every news outlet, don't get me wrong, definitely not every news outlet, but a lot of the time they profit off scaring people. So then people stay switched on and needing to hear everything. And that's how people feel like quite controlled and they feel that they have to be, you know, the, the, the more fear you feel, the more obsessed you are with uh, with knowing everything that's gone down and every day but you don't need to know that scale of detail I can guarantee you that you don't need to know that um, so if you're struggling with your mental health on that that's the first thing that you're going to do you're going to kind of limit that time you have to be the gatekeeper of what's going to enter you also think about how you start your day the tone of your morning often is going to set how you're going the tone for the day so you've got to try and 
think, okay, yes, I'm going to listen to something that might stress me out. Yes, I'm going to listen to something that might upset me, but I need to find a good balance here, okay? If I've listened to something for about 10 minutes, maybe I can then do something that I'm really going to enjoy for about an hour versus sitting here and taking in all this stressful information for an hour on end, if that makes sense. Then second to that, you have to limit the amount of um, emotion and attention that you give to it. For example, I can easily turn around and have a bit of a meltdown being like, oh my God, I've been so stressed all these last few weeks. I've had no balance in my life because I've been like, you know, locking myself in my room and just studying, 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 studying. And finally, finally, when I get a break and when I need like, I wanted to give myself a mental health week and just relax. Now we're going to lockdown and now New Zealand's cancelled and now I can't go to... There's many factors that have just happened in the last week that I could see that the old me would have spiraled and been quite upset about. But also it comes down to how much attention you're going to give it. And then, you know, like I've had quite a few people being like, oh my God, how annoying is it that you can't go to New Zealand? And my answer to that is like, yeah, it is what it is. And that's it. I'm not going to delve into it. I'm not going to talk about it. It is what it is, for God's sake. Like more was lost in the war. You've got to kind of put shit into perspective at times for your own sake and just think, okay, this is now the situation. I can sit here and stress or... I can sit here and think, what opportunities do I have now that I wouldn't have had had I gone with my original plan of what I was going to do? And it might not be as exciting. It might be like way more low-key than what you had originally planned. But there's always going to be an opportunity. There's always something you can do instead where you gain. Maybe not as much or maybe nothing at all that you thought you'd be gaining, but you can always gain. And that's in your control. It's 100% in your control. And that's up to you. So... I would highly recommend that you adopt the the phrase, it is what it is, and let it go, you know, because it's not to say that what's happening to you when you're in lockdown isn't important. 100% it's important, hence me doing a whole episode on it. But I'm trying to give you the tools to kind of minimize how much time is spent focusing on what you already know versus how much time you can spend working on you and your mental health and your mental clarity and your peace of mind, okay? Because for people that feel very isolated, for people that feel that this is a very, very tough, depressing time for them, everything that I just mentioned is going to make it worse if you delve deeper and deeper into it, okay? I just want to try and give you some tools to kind of even the playing field for yourself and take back some control. And if anything, almost feel a little bit in a way, like potentially even motivated and excited for what you could be doing in this time. And I'll I'll explain to you in a second what that's going to entail. But this can be as weird as and as unrealistic as it sounds, this can be a very great time for growth for you. Okay. There's a lot that can be done where you're going to come out of this being like, wow, I'm like ready to hit the ground running with the next chapter of my life, which can either start now or it can start when when lockdown is done. Okay, so there's a lot of exciting shit that can go down. So let's break it into some steps of what you can do. Number one, the first thing I want you to do before we take any full-on actionable steps, because I'm going to give you like specific things that you're going to be doing in lockdown that's going to be, you know, working on your growth, working on your physicality, working on everything. The first thing before you do any of that is I want you to take a moment and feel gratitude for the clarity that's going to come out of this time. Because one thing that came out of all the lockdowns last year is that I think a lot of people realized that they actually didn't want 
what they were doing. And it was quite empowering for a lot of people. A lot of people were like, wow, this has forced me to stop. It's forced me to slow down. And it's made me realize I don't fucking want this career. I don't want to be studying this. I don't want to be hanging around with these people. I don't want to be living here. And it's made people realize maybe I am more adventurous than what I thought. Or maybe I really want to be working in a field where I am, you know, helping people directly or whatever, whatever it is. Or maybe I really want to be way more creative. Or maybe I just want to work for myself. Or maybe I've realized that I really need to be around people more often. And that's what really like, you know, fuels me up. So you're going to realize that you're going to get, if you give yourself time, with your thoughts in a positive way, and I'll explain how to do that. If you're going to give yourself that time, you're going to gain a lot of clarity. And it's not the worst thing in the world to find out what it is that you don't want. As long as you don't dwell on it and spiral and feel really like upset about it, that that's your situation, you're going to feel that you're getting a lot of answers. Sometimes knowing what you don't want is quite empowering because it's it kind of sets the tone for how you're going to tackle things in the future. Okay, there's a big difference between acknowledging what you don't want versus spiraling down thinking about all the bad things in your life again and again and again, okay? So once you acknowledge what you don't want, you kind of draw a line in the sand. You're like, I now have realized that I don't want this. Thank you. Thank you to myself for coming to this conclusion. Now what can I do about it, okay? Because the way I look at it is your current situation right here, right now is a reflection of your past. It's not a reflection of today, right now, who you are right in this second. It's a summation. You right now are a summation of all the thoughts and actions and emotions that have happened in the past that have led you to be where you are right now. And you can now change that today. And now the thoughts that you have today, the actions you take today, the emotions that you have today and where you put your attention and your energy is going to dictate who you are in a week, in a month, in a year. Okay. So every time you look at your life situation as it is today, that is a representation of your past self. Okay. So you now can choose. Am I going to continue that because I love it and great, keep doing what you're doing. Love that for you. Or am I going to use that as an indicator of what I want to change so that way my my September self or my November self is different? My life is different. My life situation is different because how you're going to be in November, in, you know, the July next year, all of that is based on the, the thoughts, the actions and the emotions that you start today. So one big takeaway that you can get from this lockdown is this will be an opportunity for me to truly slow down. It's a forced slowdown and it's going to make you take a bit of an inventory in your life and be like, do I really want to continue this forever? Because a lot of the time, most of us are kind of living on autopilot and we're just kind of telling it as it is and we're just going through the motions and we're never really forced to stop and be like, this doesn't make me happy. Or this is fucking amazing. I'm going to love it so much more when I get back to it. You know, there's the two extremes. So, you know, this this is like a forced pause and it can help you regroup, get rid of what you don't want, get rid of the toxic people that you don't want, get rid of those situations or, you know, those patterns that you found yourself in. And this is like a good kind of shake up. It's made you stop and it's going to be, it's going to give you an opportunity that when you resume, you've had that kind of, 
I like to like we call it in science a washout period, which which is like normally when in science in, in a science experiment when let's say you're giving like a, a drug to an animal and then you want to give that animal another drug and see how it responds to it. Um, they do something called a washout period in between, and it makes sure that you wash out all of the f- the effects of the first thing, like that what that animal was experiencing for ages. You have this washout period where you where nothing's happening before you then give it the, the new thing that it's going to have a different effect on it. So I want you to look at this lockdown as your personal washout period where you're not doing any of the shit that you normally do. You're able to regroup, chill, pause, get rid of all the effects that your old self has been giving you and then realize, wait a minute, I actually really want to go back to that because all of that shit was great and then perfect. That's what you're going to resume. And if not, then you can choose your new path after this okay so pretty fucking exciting if you look at it that way if you're going to look at it that way then a lot can come out of this remember knowing what you don't want is better than not knowing what you want at all okay now let's go to my typical formula of what makes people happy and if you are a long time listener I've probably mentioned this across at least five episodes if not way more but I talk about like the three things that I personally believe equal actual happiness within yourself as a person and these three things are genuine connection with people it could be one person or a community number two is growth you're always growing in some way shape or form you don't have to be at the top of your game but you're always growing and evolving and number three you have purpose you have a sense of purpose okay if you have those three things firing you will be happy. I'm telling you right now, that is what makes you happy because because it is this like fuel that pushes you, it pro- propels you into the day, into your week, into your year. You are always living from a place of proactiveness when you have those three things in your life. If you don't have purpose, if you don't, if you're not growing, you're stagnating. And if your connections are shit, then you've got really nothing that's driving you and pushing you forward. You're kind of like pulling the weight along, like sort of, you know, trudging along from day to day, not really feeling fulfilled in any way, shape or form, okay? So based on those three things, I've kind of come up with a little like checklist, I guess, that you can do. Um, Ideally, what I'd love you guys to do is grab a piece of paper and a pen, you can do this on a computer as well, but I, I love the feeling of actually writing something down. I feel like it's more like you're putting more of your energy and attention into it. But do, you know, you choose the modality that suits you best. But grab a piece of paper and a pen and we're going to write down some categories that you're going to be working on throughout this lockdown. Ideally, I personally think that people should be working on this all the time. But if you can properly start it in a lockdown, then you're going to feel that that's going to like set the tone and like, you know, you can carry that on after lockdown. I, d- I feel like it works better when you start it in a lockdown because you have more time to do it. And then if you find that you've stuck to it for the next two weeks, then you're more likely to stick at it once lockdown is over. Okay, so the first thing that you're going to do is connection, okay? You're going to focus on the connection side of things. I want you to obviously still communicate to your friends and family as you normally do, but I want you to every single day, Pick one new person that you know that's someone in your life and send them either a voice message or a text message of a memory that you have together. Just out of the blue. It's the best thing ever. Out of the blue, just hit up a friend, a cousin, a relative, your sip, doesn't matter who it is, and just say, remember the time that you and I did X, 
okay? It can be a voice message where you go into detail and you're laughing and it's hilarious or if it was a really like sentimental thing that you did together, you can even send a photo. But just doing that, two things are going to come from it. Number one, you're going to be in an in-depth moment where you're feeling immense gratitude for that person in your life. Doing this exercise is going to cause you to feel gratitude and also, more than likely, if it's a funny um, memory, it's going to like lift your spirits. You're going to feel quite, quite um, light and happy when you relive that funny moment. And then the flip side of that is it's going to, you're going to engage with someone who you've just made happy. You've just made their day or made their hour by sending them this memory that's just like they've kind of snapped them out of the blue and they've received this memory and they're like, fuck, oh my God what a lol and then they're, they're going to respond positively as well so it's going to you know have this really beautiful interaction with that person try and do that every single day for the next you know two weeks or however, however long you're in lockdown okay so that's the task I want to give you for connection so write that down now the next category I want you to look at physicality okay I want you to be physical Every single day. Now, don't worry if you're not someone that likes to work out. While I highly recommend working out for your health in general, but if you're not someone that that is big on working out, that's okay. If you are someone that's big on working out, make it consistent. You know, do something every single day, whether it's a run, a walk. If possible, get outside. I've mentioned this before and I'll say it again. The importance that natural light, the light from the sun, being outside, the importance that that has on raising the levels of your feel-good neurotransmitters cannot be overlooked, okay? That is just so good for your mental health. So if possible, weather permitting, based on where you live, if you can get outside every day, even if you're not exercising, even if you're literally just going outside and just standing in the sun for five minutes or going for a really light stroll, do it, okay? So ideally be outside. Separate to that, I want you moving. This could be stretching. This could be a full-on hip workout. This could be a weight session. It doesn't matter what it is, but just moving your body changes your physical state. It changes your posture and it changes how you breathe and it changes the levels of oxygen that are entering your brain. When you get these levels of oxygen entering your brain, you start to feel more alive. You start to feel more energized and you're more likely to have more creative thoughts, happier thoughts. You're going to be more likely to then do more with your day. You know that that feeling of even, okay, take for example, take for example, if you've ever been hungover, which I would imagine that a lot of us have been hungover. You just, a lot of people feel like the, the hangover blues and a lot of it, yeah, okay, you're sick and you probably have a headache and you're dehydrated. That a lot of it comes down to that. But even if you're not really feeling that physically ill, a lot of people just feel down the next day. And often it comes down to the fact that you're exhausted and you've probably been in bed for most of the day and you're not changing your physicality. You're not getting that big oxygen, you know, those big levels of oxygen pumping through your cells. So you just feel flat because your physicality is flat. Okay. So for the people out there that don't really like working out or can't really work out unless it's guided, what you're going to do is set like a timer and may- maybe decide I'm going to do this five times today or ten times today. But every time that bell goes off, maybe once an hour for five hours, every time the bell goes off, give yourself exercises to do. So my recommendation is 20 squats and a 30-second plank. It is fucking easy. It's not hard at all, but it's it, that is enough to get your blood pumping and to change your posture, to change your heart rate, to change 
you know, the levels of oxygen in your brain. In addition to that, when you move, when you exercise, ideally HIIT training, but exercise in general, you start to release this neurotrophic factor in your brain called BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And this particular neurotrophic factor has quite strong links to being like a natural antidepressant, okay? It helps cell regeneration and cell growth in certain parts of the brain. And exercise is one of the best natural ways to enhance the production of BDNF, okay? So there's a lot of good shit going down in the brain when you move your body. And don't worry if you don't have a gym. Don't worry if you don't like running. Like I said, just 20 squats and a plank is going to help. You'll feel a world of difference. And if you can do that five times in a day, I can guarantee you, you're going to feel better. Now, the third category that you're going to do, write, write this down, write it down and pause this if you need to. On the piece of paper is growth category. This is how you're going to grow. Ideally, what I'd love for you guys to do is pick something new. Unless you've already started something that's making you really, really happy and you're loving it, then then make it that. But ideally, what would be really cool to do during this whole lockdown is choose something new. And it's something that you're going to grow in. And my challenge to you is I'd like you to do the same thing every day for the next two weeks, okay? So I want you to be doing that growth thing every single day and you can choose how much time you want to spend on it it can be 30 minutes it can be two hours whatever you want and the categories are endless it could be I'm starting a a language app and I want to learn French okay and so I'm going to start doing that and every day without fail I'm going to spend 30 minutes on this app or whatever you know practicing that language it could be I want to learn to do the splits I'm going to watch YouTube tutorials and I'm going to be stretching every single day to get me closer and closer to doing the splits I want to learn how to do a handstand I want to learn how to do origami this growth thing does not have to be something for your professional growth ideally I'd rather it not be anything for professional growth and the reason for this is I want it to be purely enjoyable sometimes when we're in a, like a, a lockdown or a time where you're feeling a bit like stressed or flat or whatever. If you're trying to make this growth category to be linked to something that maybe causes you stress or maybe causes you more anxiety or you've got too much emotion attached to it, then it might not be as enjoyable as, as I want it to be for you. So it's nice to have something that's kind of neutral and just enjoyable where you're seeing gains every single day. It's very, you, you cannot take it for granted. It's actually extremely, extremely good for anxiety, for um, low mood or depression, okay? This like seeing incremental growth on something new. It's crazy. And the beauty about it is you see a lot of growth when you just start something. And that goes for everything. When you start weight training, when you start learning a language, when you start, that's where you see like leaps and bounds of growth because you're at the early, early stages of learning something. And you start, and that's where you make like major, major, because you go from nothing to learning something or you go from like no like muscle mass really to gaining muscle. And then of course, with all things, as you get higher and higher and higher, it's like a pyramid. It gets thinner and thinner and thinner and you're gaining are slower like they're always going to be good but it's kind of slower because you get better and better so there's kind of less huge bounds that you're taking so that's why I recommend you pick something new because that's when it's going to like really be a driving force for you over the next two weeks um can you guys do me a favor and I'll even start like a um a thing on the Facebook group and be like what kind of growth will you be doing 
um, these, these next two weeks and share your ideas because if you're somebody that's like, oh, what can I do? I'm not really into languages and I don't really – like what can I do? Can everyone please put down their ideas um, on the Facebook page? It could even get like I want to get good at cooking. So every single day I'm going to cook something – brand new that I've never tried. I'm going to get a recipe book or pick like a recipe blog and I'm going to cook one new thing every day or every second day or whatever. Ideally, I want it to be daily, but kind of you pick kind of how you do it. Okay. So that's the growth category. So, so far we have the, um, the connection category, we've got the physicality category and we've got the growth category. Then separate to that category number four, I want you to um, write down number four, Fun. Okay. Now this fun category is purely just enjoyable, not going to be stressed on, on productivity. It's just fun. Okay. So that could be playing a board game, reading a book, playing like a, like a brain game on your, on your phone. It could be, um, playing cards with your housemates or your family that you live with. Anything that you consider to be fun, but it's got to be no expectations in the outcome of it. It could be watching a Netflix show, whatever. But you, it's unlike the growth category, there isn't expectations and you don't have to like put a lot of effort and energy into it. It's literally just something that's going to be fun and enjoyable and good for your, um, your soul essentially. And this fun category can be something different every single day. You choose what you want to do and you do it for however long you want to do it for. It can be with people or it can be alone. It doesn't matter. It's just anything that brings you joy and you're going to literally set aside time every single day to do that, okay? Even if it's just 30 minutes, you're going to do that every single day. But whatever it is that you're doing, you've got to make sure that you're not multitasking. You're not doing something else at the same time. This is concentrated fun, okay? This is we're here for the fun. We're not here to kind of pacify ourselves and fuck around. We're present, we're enjoying the moment, and we're really, we're really into it, okay? I don't want you to be, you know, playing a game on your phone while you're getting notifications and kind of, no, 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 none of that shit. I want focused fun here, okay? Now, category number five, you're going to have a wind down category. So write that down in the piece of paper, wind down. This is the last one. So you've got five in total. So just a recap of the five. You've got your connection you're going to write, you know, that whole thing where you remind somebody what to do. Then number two, you've got physicality. Number three, you've got growth. Number four, you've got fun. And number five, you've got wind down. I want you to spend some time every single day doing something where you wind down. Now, this is something that's going to relax you and ideally going to make you as present as possible. It's going to be a time for you to just be with you and your thoughts in a good way, okay? So you're just going to ideally, ideally, because I'm such an advocate for it, ideally I would want your wind down to be a meditation. That's what I would recommend you do. And if you don't know what to do for a meditation, there's great apps out there. And there's also a lot of YouTube videos that you can do on meditation, or you can just play, like I've got an app called Rain Rain. Fucking love that app. And sometimes when I meditate, I sometimes put the sound of rain on. It's a free app. Check it out. No, seriously, it's called Rain Rain. And it's like, it's a little raindrop is the logo. And it's so good. And there's like rain on a tent, city rain, forest rain, um, thunderstorms. It's great. And you just play it 
you set like a 10, 20 minute timer and you just be in peace and silence for those 10, 20 minutes. Okay. Another thing that you can do to wind down might be just like a mindful minute. If you, if you're not yet at that point where you're comfortable meditating for too long, you might just do one minute, two minutes the next day, et cetera. Or you can just listen to a, a playlist that you like with your eyes closed, with your headphones on, just lie on your bed and just have like a good playlist and you just chill out to that playlist. Okay. So if you don't want it to be meditation, maybe listening to music, it could be, you know, reading a, you know, Eckhart Tolle book that's helping you be more present in the moment. But this wind down is very much skewed towards your connection with yourself and trying to get to that place where you are calming down. When you meditate, when you do this wind down, I want you to genuinely, the the sole focus of this is to chill out. Because I know a lot of the time, especially me when I started meditating, it was really funny because I'd, I'd start meditating and in my head I'd be like, right, I've got the next 20 minutes to plan like exactly what my life has to be like in my head. I've got to plan like this is what I want to be. This is, and I'm like, that's fucking defeating the purpose of the meditation. The point of the meditation is to just be, okay? It's to just be. There should be no pressure. It doesn't matter if you get distracted. Just bring yourself back to the moment. If you then get annoyed at yourself, it defeats the purpose again of the meditation. It's just to be. And remind yourself if you do wander off, no, I'm just here to be in this moment. That's all it is. It's very, 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 very basic. But we like to complicate it for ourselves. We make it something bigger than what it is. And then we never actually reap the true benefits of it. Because we've complicated it, the simplest things in life are what bring us the most gains, okay? Which is consistency, stillness, presence, all those things, okay? So I want you to have that wind down time every single day, guys, especially in lockdown, it's necessary. Now, there's going to be some rules that I'm going to put into place for this list, these five things that you've done, okay? Now, the first one is You cannot attempt multitasking on any of the tasks. You cannot be trying to do more than one thing. When you're having fun, you are just having fun. When you're winding down, you are there to just wind down. When you're doing that growth thing. So I don't want you, you know, answering texts or whatever. I want you to just be present in the moment when you're doing these tasks. Really relish it. Make make the most of that time. Use this lockdown to be like, how present can I be? when I'm having fun? How present can I be when I'm writing this message to my friend? Okay. So that's rule number one. And rule number two, during any of the above tasks, you cannot be on social media. You got all day to be on social media. So during these five tasks, you cannot be on social media. I don't want you being ambushed by this story here or this fact here or this photo here. No, 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 no. You're going to be totally in control of your mental space and clarity during those five tasks. Then jump on social media whenever the fuck you want around those five tasks. But while you're doing that, that's the rule that I'm giving you. No social media, no texting back, nothing. You are present for those five things, okay? And yeah, it's just literally those two rules. That's it. Ideally, I want you to be as consistent as possible. Try and do this every single day. And if you're someone who's like, oh, but I'm not really consistent. Those five things can be done in a very short amount of time. You know, that wind down can be two minutes. You know, your your growth thing could be five minutes on a language app. Your, you know, y- your exercise could be, like I said, you know, five times where you're doing 20, 10 squats and whatever, you know, you can really, if you're somebody that struggles to be consistent, start small. It's so much better than starting way higher than what you think you can do and then feeling really, really um, 
beaten down by yourself because you're like, damn it, I set myself this task and I can't do it. So don't worry about how much time it actually is, but do it every single day, okay? Now, the benefits from this is that with this growth thing and with this connection, with all of that, you're going to, because you're so present, you're going to realize that your creativity is going to skyrocket. So even if you're working on you know, that, that when I talk about growth thing, let's say you're learning, okay, one of my random loves is geography. I fucking love studying geography. Like what's the capital of this? What's the capital of that? What are all the countries in Africa and where are they and what are their neighboring countries? Love that shit. Okay. So let's say you're learning that. If you're focusing on that, what you're doing is you're encouraging your brain to constantly be making new connections, new connections, new connections. You're learning, learning, learning. You're in a state of productivity, You're just being so productive, productive, productive. You're not severing any pathways here. You're just growing and growing and growing. And it's a very, it's a very juicy, juicy time for the brain. And those moments in your life cultivate a lot of creativity. And not only do they start, you start to get all these new ideas. You start to find that you're a lot more proactive, productive. And even when you're doing something that might be like a geography or a language app, you then get more ideas for your own career, which might be completely, you know, not not related whatsoever. But it's the idea of always growing, always feeling a connection where you're laughing every day, you're doing that fun thing, you're feeling relaxed every day, you're moving, you're changing your state, you're getting oxygen to your brain. Your creativity, and I don't care how non-creative your job is, your creativity for every aspect in your life is going to skyrocket and you're going to feel so good because you are growing every single day. You're gaining, 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 gaining. I'm telling you, by the end of these two weeks, you are a brand new person. You're going to be, like I said, you know how your past is, you know, who you are today is a summation of the past. Imagine who you're going to be in two weeks. If you just do those five simple tasks every single day, you're going to be a lot more relaxed. You'll be calmer. You'll be happier. You'll have less conflict. You'll be less fearful. You'll be more motivated or you have more drive. You know, I don't love to use the word motivation, but you will have more drive and you're just going to be happier in general. You're going to be a happier, calmer person. Okay. And in addition to all of that, everything that I spoke about at the start of the podcast of like the reasons why people feel so like um, down during a lockdown of, I'll go over them again. I wrote them down, I believe. Negative thought spirals, isolation, cabin fever, stagnation or not growing, your physical state or low physical activity, fear and anxiety and FOMO, all those things you tackle, all of them you tackle by doing those five tasks every single day, okay? So please give it a go. Please jump on the Facebook page. I would love to start like a, a what do you call it? A strand, a string, a, a con- whatever, a conversation. What's it called? What's the word? Anyway, start a conversation on the Facebook page of people that are doing these five things and please tell me what you do for fun, for your wind down, if you got the rain rain up because it's so good, um, what you do for your growth thing um, and even what memories you've sent your friends or whatever of like of like an anecdote, like anything because another really good thing is if you guys can be jumping on that group and just interacting with each other based on those five things. So let's, you know, keep the momentum, keep the ball rolling on all of that would be amazing. Guys, thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. I really, really appreciate it. Keep rating and reviewing. If you like this podcast, please keep sharing it. And you guys are doing me 
just such a world of good by sharing it on your socials as well because the success and the growth of this podcast has been all word of mouth and that is 100% thank you to you guys, my listeners, and I'm just absolutely so grateful for you guys. I honestly, literally could not do this without you. So I appreciate you all. You are amazing. You are my beans of life. So guys, go on and have a productive and fun and, you know, mentally healthy lockdown and please keep me updated on how it's going please share your stories please share your experiences and let's all stay connected during this time and it can be a good time and remember it is what it is it fucking is what it is so we might as well just give these five tasks a a good red hot go all right thank you guys so much i love you my beans remember be kind to yourselves be kind to your brains don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself danke